You know, dear listeners, the Canadian truck protest seems to be pretty much wrapped up now from what I'm reading. Um, the government in Canada's kind of put an end to this. Um, so I think it would be very easy for us to look at it and go, government won, uh, truckers lost. That's probably the reaction that most people would have because that's what the media would portray. But I'm going to argue that there's there's some victory in what they've done. Uh, and maybe not a victory that you you would realize. So what I'm going to do in this video is just kind of give you the latest news as I see it. And then I'm going to kind of go into what I think all of this means, how I think this this protest ultimately is is a win for all of us. So we're going to go ahead and get into that. But before we do, my name is Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. Thank you for joining me here today. If you've not already done so with this channel, please do consider subscribing to us. Hit the like button, hit the notification bell, that sort of thing. If you're on Rumble, hit the punchy thing. If you're on the podcast side, please do subscribe and leave a review. All these things uh, teach the algorithm that we're worth listening to. We are growing quickly. We grow faster when you help us out like that. And it costs you the low, low price of nothing to do that so we'd appreciate your help all right i'm gonna go ahead and dig in let's start with this article from cnn which was published late yesterday uh canadian authorities freeze financial assets for those involved in the ongoing protests in ottawa and i'm just going to read some of the highlights out of this article as i see them uh it says here the uh, rcmp froze 206 financial products uh, including bank and corporate accounts, disclosed the information of 56 entities associated with vehicles, individuals, and companies, shared 253 Bitcoin addresses with virtual currency exchangers, and froze payment processing account valued at $3.8 million. We continue to work at collecting relevant information on persons, vehicles, and companies and remain in daily communication with the financial institutions to assist them. Uh, as a result of the protest, investigators are also looking into two police-involved instances Saturday in Ottawa. Uh, there was an incident where a woman supposedly got at least partially trampled by a horse, uh, and then I believe somebody got pepper sprayed or something like that. So as of Sunday morning, Ottawa police said they had arrested at least 191 people, so they've definitely moved in. They're saying small businesses can apply for $10,000 worth of assistance. Goody, goody. This is my favorite part of this article, though. This is kind of a sideline point, but it all kind of, it, it just kind of all ties into the direction that we're moving or that we, we're already at, for that matter. Uh, I talk a lot about how things are framed, okay? Uh, and this, uh, this sub-headline here... Um, on CNN, police say some protesters had grenades. So if you're paging through this article and you read that, you're like, oh my God, these people are violent, right? Well, then you read and you dig into the details. Some of the arrests included protesters who allegedly had smoke grenades and fireworks and were wearing body armor. Okay. First of all, wearing body armor is a self-protection thing. Fireworks are fireworks. And smoke grenades are hardly grenades. But they frame it up here at the top and just say, some protesters had grenades. Well, no, they didn't. They allegedly had smoke grenades. Smoke grenades and grenades 
are two totally different things, and you know that if you're reading. If you see grenades, you think, oh my god, these people are trying to blow up other people or blow up things. That's not what this is, and even then, it's allegedly had smoke grenades. So, the, the framing I just find interesting. Anyways, the article basically says that this thing is wrapping up and that they're freezing accounts and they've made arrests and, you know, they're doing their whole totalitarian thing. Go figure. All right. So we can look at this and we can go, this is a loss. These people, you know, they went out there and did their thing, but ultimately the government moved in and it's all for naught, right? Well, first off, I think we have to accept the fact that this protest was never going to go on forever. At some point, it was there was going to be some kind of a showdown. It was going to come to an end. So the fact that they held out for as long as they did, uh, I think that's admirable. But here's where I think the win is. And believe me, there's a lot of bad here. The fact that the government is moving in and freezing accounts of, of Canadian citizens, uh, from what I understand, even ones who did nothing more than like you know donate to the cause, that's unconscionable to me. That's not right. Uh, that's not even close to right. But where the victory here is, is that what the truckers have done for us, you know, not just the people in Canada, but even here where I am in the United States or around the world, is they have finally gotten the left to take off their mask and show what they really are. And here's why I say that, okay? How often have you heard throughout the history of the 20th century and even used um, today in many cases uh, the phrase workers of the world unite, right? So this idea of workers getting together to protest injustice, this is where unions come in, things like that, okay? And this has been going on for, you know, over 100 years, honestly, since the, since the, the early beginnings of the socialist and communist movements, this phraseology and the left the the uh, you know i i hesitate to use the word liberals because i believe liberals and left have kind of separated from each other at this point true liberals i don't think align with the left ideology but be that as it may left has always defined themselves as you know for the workers right for for the working class for the downtrodden for those who don't have a whole lot of money well, what's happening here and what has happened now here in Canada is that the workers stood up and the left, rather than uniting with them, rather than backing them, rather than saying, yeah, you know, this is the people we support, they've taken off the mask. They are not at all interested in the plight of the working people. They are not at all interested in helping the workers of the world unite. They are not at all interested in backing those who work very hard and don't get as much in return. They are very much about power. And they've figured out that you need money to get power. So that's where a lot of their backing of you know the corporate world in my opinion has come into play because there's a lot of money there and they can get the corporations to do their bidding in a lot of cases especially here in the united states where laws would get in the way so 
The good news, like I said, is that the truckers have forced them to take off their masks now. We see them for what this is. And you might say, well, Dan, that happened in Canada. What does that have to do with the rest of the world? Well, the left, for the most part around the world, in my opinion, is acting in concert with each other. They're reading off the same script. And if you don't believe me on that, just look at the, quote, Build Back Better plan. Now, here in the United States, I would say that 75% of the people anyways who hear the phrase Build Back Better believe that is a Biden idea. They believe that that is something he invented, you know, probably while he was holed up in his basement campaigning. It sounds stupid, but it's very alliterative, so it makes it easy to stick in somebody's brain. Build Back Better, you know. Once it's in there, it's, it's, it's a worm that doesn't leave. Uh, but it wasn't his. Build Back Better was actually first introduced by a man named Klaus Schwab. And if you're not familiar with Klaus, he's a dude in his 80s who is the founder of the World Economic Forum. And this is a group of people who basically get together to figure out how they want to influence the running of the world, if not run it completely themselves. And from my understanding, uh, the I'm not sure what the title is. Whoever's in charge of finances in Canada, the Minister of Finance, or forgive me, I'm not a Canadian, so I don't I don't have the titles down. <clears throat> but from what I'd read in another place, that person is actually uh, an attendee of the World Economic Forum. But you've heard Trudeau use the phrase build back better. You've heard Boris Johnson in the UK use the phrase build back better. You've heard this in a lot of different places. So it's, it's a link, okay, that shows that so much of the left around the world, especially in Western societies, they're reading off of the same playbook. So I look at what's going on in Canada and the fact that the truckers have, if nothing else, succeeded in getting the left to take off the mask and show just how totalitarian they intend to be, just how ruthless they intend to be. I think that's a benefit for all of us because as we're seeing is going on in Canada, will probably also be tried in all sorts of other Western countries, including the United States, if they could get away with it. They're going to push and push and push for less and less freedoms, more and more control, because that is the playbook. You know, Build Back Better sounds really nice as far as, oh, we're going to do this and that. We're going to make for a better society. Believe me, it is all about power and it is all about money, because ultimately that is what most people, especially the ones who gain power, care about. Uh, as the oracle said in the matrix what do those in power want more power what do those in control want more control and that uh that is what is going on here and i personally thank the truckers for exposing that i think that is the biggest win that gives us something to work with if we're all willing enough to see it but that's going to be the trick do we pay real close attention to what we've seen in Canada? Do we realize that the left has tipped their hat, they've taken off the mask, they've shown what they are, and then what do we do about it? If we pick up this mantle and we run with it, we can continue to have greater influence over those who would take away our freedoms and we can start to, to resist this and fight back against it. If we don't do anything about it, 
if we just let it go, if we move on, if this gets a news cycle and then goes away, then it was all for nothing. And I'm hoping that that's not the case. If you agree with what I said, this would be a video worth sharing. So please do post it on your social media, email it to a friend, anything like that. If you believe that the truckers have done us a favor by exposing the left for what they really are. But I would also like to know your thoughts. Do you agree with me on this? Do have the, the truckers helped us out here? Do you think I'm full of BS and have a different take? If you do, please let me know in the comments. If you're on YouTube or Rumble, that'd be the place to do it. If you're on the podcast side, you can email me questions at soulwisdom.com. That is S-O-U-L-E wisdom.com. And I'd be more than happy to cover your comments on a future episode. I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. Uh, again, I do appreciate you. Please do like, subscribe, and share. And until the next time I see you, thank you for watching.